Hey guys, how was uh, your afternoon? Good. Uh, well, I'm going to try and do a big talk in a little amount of time. So uh, this might be this might be hard. This is hard for me to hold a mic and talk because I like to use my hands. So here we go. Sorry, Joe. I just did this. So you won't be able to hear that for a minute. All right. Hey. Um, this morning, I, I got to share some hard truth. Remember that? Um, and I, I said that that was part one of a two-part talk. So tonight, I'm excited to be able to give the, the second part of the talk I call love. This is love part two, or B, if, if you like the letters. Okay, so love part two. Uh, and uh, I want hey, where have you guys been? Hey, now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I said, I said earlier the idea that if, if you don't understand the first part, the second part doesn't make sense. Uh, and uh, I, hope, I hope that this morning's talk on the, the S, big S, big I, big N, that makes sense. Because so often... As we, as we think about it, we did, you know, hey, I sinned, I did this thing, and we just think of the little things, and if we don't understand that the root cause, that it, it I, we try to put Band-Aids on it. So if it, if it didn't make sense, then tonight's message won't make sense either. So I hope we're all on the same page. This, okay, table, you guys, no, no, half you are. Okay, anyway, can I get a nod? Can I get, okay, we're, we're together, all right. I said that my mom's, uh, my mom's doctor uh, let her know that she had heart disease, or, you know, heart disease, and she needed the, uh, uh, the quadruple uh, bypass to, to save her life. Um, and a question for you, it, it's hard to tell somebody the hard truth that, that, that they need, uh, that they have the disease, they need something. If you knew somebody had a disease and you didn't tell them, wouldn't that be horrific? If you knew that somebody had a life-threatening disease, would, well, if you knew, did you, would you want to know? Reality is some people say no. <laughs> if I, I, just, I just don't want to know at all. I don't want to worry about it. I just want to live my life. Others say I want to know. If I had a, a life-threatening disease, I would want to know. And this morning was my chance to let everybody know we're all in that same boat, that we all are in that spot. But what would be worse if, you, if I knew that y'all had a life-threatening, or we all had a life-threatening disease and I didn't tell you, or if I knew the cure and I didn't tell you? I think it's worse if I knew the cure and I didn't make it clear. Do you guys want to know about the cure? All right, thank you. I want to make sure you're with me. People are like, ah, you just look so amazing like that dancer up there. I don't even know what to think. All right, let's, let's move forward. Here we go. It is uh, the cross. It is Jesus on a cross. And I know it's so, so many times people are like, hey, I've heard that. I understand it. I, I, I've been around. But can, can, we, can we lean in tonight and maybe hear something that might strike something fresh in your soul? Are you in? Yeah. All right, let's go. Um, that was me. My, that was my move like Jagger right there. All right. We're going to go to Luke. Uh, Luke chapter, that's not Luke. 
All right, Luke chapter 23, 22, 23. Does that make sense? All right, we're going to start with, uh, he had lived a perfect life, never sinning, right? God in the flesh on earth. That's where we start. Uh, he was arrested, accused of something he did not do. Do you know what he's accused of? Claiming to be God. That's what he's arrested for. Blasphemy. Do you know what blasphemy is? I am Kent Almighty. My will be done. That is blasphemy. It's claiming to be God, and you're not. That's what sin is. It's idolatry to me. Some of you go, I've never thought of it that way. So Jesus is arrested for something he is innocent of. He said the same thing. I am God Almighty. My will be done. Aha. Guess what? He not only said it, but he lived a life that backed it up. I said earlier, he said, I am God. And his friend said, yeah, no, that, that's true. They all went to, went to uh, horrific deaths. All they had to do is say, no, nah, it wasn't true. So it starts with him being arrested. He, he shouldn't have been arrested. He was arrested. And it, and it goes to, uh, he gets taken before guards, and guards mock him. It says, the men who were guarding Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him and demanded, prophesy, who hit you? And they said many other insulting things to him. Have you been insulted? So has is, so is Jesus. Have you been mocked to your face? Have you been mocked behind your back? People talked about you, defamed you. Jesus went through it. He was taken before Pilate and Herod. They all asked, uh, are you then the son of God? He says, you are right in saying that I am. Every time he was mocked or said, or, or, or said awful things about him, he stayed silent. I don't know about you, but when somebody says something false about me, I want to clear my name now. Oh, that is not true. Well, that, those three things are true, but that is not true. Jesus would, had all these false uh, claims about him, and he stayed silent. Why? Because he knew why he was on the earth. He lived to die. Because he loved you. Because he loved you. Because he loved me. At any moment, hear this, he could have said, no, nah, I'm out. This is too much. But he said, no, because of you. Arrested. Silent. Only when they said, are you the son of God? He said, yes. You're right in saying that I am. Then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, we have found this man subverting our, our nation. He opposes the, uh, the payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be the Christ, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? Again, coming straight to him and asking him a question. Jesus says, yes, it is as you say. 
Jesus replied, then Pilate announced to the chief priests in the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man. He's innocent. There's nothing he's done wrong. This is an innocent man. Later on, it says the chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there vehemently accusing Jesus. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked again, dressing him up in an elegant robe. They sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends, enemies, became friends. Before this, they had never been friends. They had been enemies. They, had been, they, they, they came around Jesus and they became friends over this, this man that people were arguing about. He claimed to be king of the Jews. They're like, I don't see anything wrong with him. Yeah, me neither. What's the big deal? I don't know. Meanwhile, uh, it says, Pilate called together the chief priests, rulers, and the, all the people and said to them, you brought me this man as one who is inciting the people to rebellion. I've examined him in your presence and have found, him, found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. And then he says, therefore, I'll punish him and then release him. With one voice, they cried out, away with this man. Release Barabbas instead. We want Barabbas. Barabbas. Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Bar-Abbas. B-A-R-A-B-B-A. Who is Bar-Abbas? Bar means son of. Abbas. A-B-B-A. Who's Abba? Father. The, The child of the father. Barabbas was guilty. The children, the child who is guilty, the child of God who is guilty, who is that? It's me. It's you. It's us. Barabbas. There's a clear Barabbas' name. They said, well, Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate uh, appealed to them again and said, but, but they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. For the third time he spoke to them, why? What crime has this man committed? I found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then release him. But loud shouts, they demanded him to be crucified. At any moment, he could have said no. But for President's Day 2023, he knew we all would be here, sitting in this room, hearing this message of love. He wants our heart. He wants us. Again, like night, I say night one, yesterday morning. I love you, I love you, I love you. And I can't wait for you to say I love you too, Dad. Uh, I don't know if you know much about crucifixion. You probably have studied it in school or heard it in church. Um, it, it was just, it was Rome's way of, of, 
excruciatingly harming someone and killing them. The word excruciating pain comes from the root word of crucifixion. Excruciating. The pain of being on a cross is the worst ever. And I don't want to woo people or wow people or gross people. Some have seen the movie. Some have read, the, read scripture and you've, you've, you've entered in. And it was, it was horrible. Horrible pain. And, the, and the, the most thing I want you to know about it, not only the, 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 the nails in his wrists, the nails in his feet, but they didn't have to pull his hand and lay it on the cross. He laid it there. Willingly. So that nails went into the wrist, laid his other hand out, knowing full well what he's about to do. Earlier he'd said, Father, if there's any other way, take this cup. If there's any other way, I, if, guess what? There is another way. We pay, we pay for our own sin. And she said, no, no, I, I want to take that. I love them too much. I don't want them to have to pay for their own. Let me. So there's no other way. So he laid his life down. No one forced him. No one took his life. I've had times when I was talking in, uh, in a group and somebody said, hey, I grew up Jewish and I've been called a, a Jesus killer my whole life. I'm like, you did not kill Jesus. He purposed, he foretold it. He said, this is what I came for. I want to do it. I lay my life. Nobody takes my life, Jesus said. I lay it down. Why? Because of love. Because you are worth it. You, 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 you. Me? It's hard to believe that Jesus loves me and you that much. One of the things I ask people to think about, like, what do you think about? We don't have a small group after this, but I want you to sit in this for a second. What does that make you feel? When you realize that the God of the universe came into earth, lived a perfect life, died a substitutionary death on the cross for you and me. Usually the, one of the first things people think, you go, wow, all that stuff that he went through all that pain, I just feel sorry for the guy. That's not an option. That is not, take that off the table. You can't do it. I had people, I have friends that um, when the Passion of the Christ came out, like, I just can't watch it. I just feel too, too bad. I feel sad for the guy. I'm like, that's not the point. You can't feel sorry for Jesus. He did it on purpose. Romans 5.8 says this, that God shows his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still, well, I don't have my chair, Siri, but you can picture it. While we still had our backs turned saying, I, there's two chairs over there. I, can, I don't know if I can get on there. If I only had some help, I don't know. 
Um, look at that, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Now you guys see that. While we still sat back, I want to live as if you're dead. I want to live my own life as if you're dead. I'm going to do my own thing. Me, 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 me. In the midst of that, he didn't say, just you wait. When you, when you clean up your life, when you're good enough, when you do enough good stuff, and you turn this around, then, we're, then, we, then I'll lay my life down for you. When you've earned it. Go on, little feller. Earn your way to me. It can't be done. While we were still in this spot, living for ourselves, saying, God, he said, I love you too much. He laid his life down in the midst of us being on our own, back to God, saying, forget you. I am God. A couple things happen. We know that death is the penalty for sin. Eternal death. So either a mortal person can pay infinitely or an infinite person can pay one time for all. First Peter 3.18 says this, For Christ died for sins once for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. To bring you to God. It tells you why. What, what's the purpose of all this? Why did he do that? Why the cross? Why the crucifixion? It says it right here. To bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. For Christ died for sins once for all. The righteous, the righteous for the unrighteous. Hear that. We have nothing to offer. One of the last things that happened when Christ died on the cross, he yelled out, it is finished. It is finished. What's finished? My life is finished? Sure. That's not what he's talking about. In those days, if, if there was a penalty to be paid and they had papers saying, you owe this, you had that until the debt was paid and it was stamped. It is finished. Stunk. It is finished. So when he said that, they knew what that meant. Some, it is finished. It has been paid. What has been paid? The penalty, the death penalty has been paid. It is finished. No more striving. No more slaying lambs once a, once a year in the, in the uh, Holy of Holies. No more blood offerings. The blood offering has been made. It is finished. And at that time, Bible says that the curtain in the temple tore in two from top to bottom. A way has been made for us to have a relationship with God again. 
back to the beginning, Garden of Eden, walking man, woman, and God in the cool of the day. The, the veil has been torn. We read earlier, Isaiah 59 said, our sin has put a barrier between us and God. We feel it, we know it, we understand it. Christ's death cleared that barrier. Cleared that barrier. So we sit here tonight. Barrier gone. With God saying, I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. And I just can't wait for you to say, I love you too, Dad. He's saying, I love you, and there's only a couple things to say back. Thanks. No, man. I'm going to go my own way. I'm going to live. I got this. I'm going to earn it. I'm going to do whatever. Or you say, I love you too, Daddy. I love you too, Dad. That's all we got. Jesus' death on the cross is the cure for our disease. It cures the sin, S-I-N. And from within, the disease is cured. Not from the outside, not from us trying to clean ourselves up. That's religion. That's religion. I'm going to be good enough. I'm going to show him. I'm going to read Bible, the Bible five to six times a week. It's going to be awesome. Then he'll know. I said to my mom one time, I said, hey, mom, when, when is praying and reading, reading the Bible sinful? And she said, strike your words. You can't say that. It never is. I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Ooh, what do you mean? I said, if I read the Bible to go, I read the Bible, God, now do you love me? Now have I proven my love for you? Hey, I, I prayed, now, now do you love me? Now, now, he's like, I already do. Stop that. It's an affront to my love if you try to earn it. Hey, Janie, I, I made the bed. Do you love me now? Yes, Kent, I love you. Thank you, but stop saying that. I, I, I took out the trash, Janie. Do you love me now? I love you already. Stop saying I mowed the lawn and I raked the leaves. Do you love me yet? Stop it. Stop saying that. I already love you. Do you understand? That's religion. Now, Here's relationship. It can look exactly the same. It's the heart change. Hey, Janie, I made the bed because I love you so much. Hey, Janie, I, I mowed the lawn and raked the leaves. I love you so much. And I know you love me and I just want to love you back. Hey, I made the bed and I cooked and I cleaned and I did the dishes. Why, to earn your love? No, because you love me and I love you. It can look exactly the same, but be putrid on the other side. In fact, God says, if we can get real, can we get real? Yeah. Our good works to earn his love, he said, is like filthy rags. Filthy rags, we're like, oh, dirty rags, like oily rags, like in the garage. Yeah, that's awesome. No, 
It means menstrual cloths. Yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's not my words for it. That's God's words. God says, you earning, trying to earn my love is like offering me dirty menstrual cloths. It's disgusting to me. No thank you. And that's this. God, I did all the good things. Will you love me now? It is an affront to his love. Don't do that. And I've done it so, so much. Lord, forgive me. Lord, help us to just receive your love as sons and daughters. And let us step in to what it means to be a son, to what it means to be a daughter of the king. As someone said to me once, hey, Kent, you're a son of the king. When are you going to start living like it? Ooh. Ooh. I needed that. This is the good news, y'all. We can't earn our way. Impossible. It's a free gift given by the blood of Jesus willfully and gleefully for you because he loves you. Ooh, I can't tell you anything, but I might start crying right now. This is it. What do I got to do? I just have to surrender. That's it. I would show you this really sick movie clip right now with music. and Can't do it. Tomorrow. God, thank you. This could be your prayer. It's not magic in the words. It's the heart position. That's all it is. It's not the words. You know what? One of the best prayers I've ever heard. <laughs> God knew what that meant. There was so much in that. So much pain, so much striving, so much, I don't know what to do, just, ugh. He knows what that means. But the reality is to say, I don't want to be God anymore. I want you. I want to follow you and have you run my life. Friends, it'll be the best decision you ever make. Promise. Can I pray for you? Dear gracious, compassionate, faithful, loving God. I'm overwhelmed even today, right now, just of your love that I don't deserve, but I'm thankful for. Lord, and that you see each and every one of us sitting in this room, sons and daughters of the King, and all you, all you ask for is our heart our trust in you, our faith in you, and that's it. Father, I pray for anybody and everybody in this room that we would, no matter where we've sat in the past or tonight, would just sit in that place with you, arms outstretched, saying, I did this, I took your place on the cross because I love you, and all I desire is for you to love me back. 
Help us to sit on that as our head hits the pillow tonight. Whether that's in an hour or four hours or so, I pray that we would experience you in a real way. God, prove yourself. To those of us who are doubting, struggling, have questions, you're big enough to prove yourself. And I ask you to do it. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys.